I'm Kyle Bushland, and you're listening to NIS Voices, where we bring you inspiring stories about learning, community, news, and more from Nanjing International School. I'm here with Mr. Andrew Friedel, who will be joining us in August to teach IBDP Economics, Business, and MYP Humanities. He's currently teaching at an American school in Eastern China. Mr. Friedel is from the States. Welcome. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Where to begin? I usually tell people that I'm a boring person. I don't have a lot of hobbies. The one thing that I'm really passionate and love is business and economics. So I read a lot of kind of current events and what's going on in the world just to see how it's going to affect different economies and businesses and all that. And I like that. But not too many people enjoy that. So whenever I can really find people who are interested about talking about what's going on in the world and what's the latest business news and stock markets and all that, I get really excited. But it's kind of a lonely subject sometimes. Tell us, how did you get into teaching your subject areas? Yeah, so... I went to Penn State for my bachelor's in economics, and I really enjoyed it. Um, That's when I learned that that's what I was good at and my passion. So I figured I want to go to graduate school for economics. So I went to WVU, got my master's in economics, and then I started looking for jobs. Um, I was debating about whether to continue on with my PhD, but I decided to look for jobs. And when I was looking for jobs, I came across and posting for teaching in China. And, you know, growing up when I did um, in the 90s and early 2000s, everyone was talking about the rise of China, 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 especially all my business teachers. You know, you got to learn Mandarin. You got to, you know, China's the new growth engine. But no one that I knew had ever been to China. So it was kind of this weird situation where everyone's talking about China but no one's actually been to China. And so growing up hearing all these different stories, I figured I'm young, might as well take a few years, go to China, see what it's all about. I came to China and to teach AP economics and I enjoyed it. It's something I kind of fell into. I didn't think that I would enjoy teaching, but I love it. And so I decided to get my teaching certificate. I decided to get a master's in education. And that was my journey into quote unquote professional teaching was my desire of, I like this, I enjoy it, and I'm good at it. So the classic story of go East, young man. It pretty much is. It is a kind of a cliche and a trope, but it seems to work out more times than not. What is your teaching philosophy? Ooh, great question. So I recently came across this inclusive leadership style, which I think can be easily applied to teaching. It's called each empower, accountability, courage, and humility. And so they all work together. So you can't really isolate one, but empower really means empower the students. So It's really the student's classroom that I am here for the students and their education and that empowering the students to really believe that they're in charge of their own education journey. Then 
accountability. So holding students accountable for their actions, for their grades and everything else, but also holding me accountable. And this goes into courage as well, because as a teacher, you know, I might plan a lesson that I think is going to go amazing. And then I teach it and the students, it just falls flat. And so courage from the students to hold me accountable and to basically say, eh, this isn't working for us. And that takes a lot of courage from students to kind of hold their own teachers accountable and say, this is what I need from you. And as a teacher, I really appreciate that when students are empowered to hold me accountable for their education and to really say, this is what I need from you. Can you please help me? Because as a teacher, we can't read students' minds as much as we think that we're providing as much as we can. We need to empower the students to have the courage to hold us accountable so we can really understand what the students need. And then humility. I mean, same thing with, you know, when I have a lesson that I think is going to grow great and it doesn't. Being humble, having humility to basically say, oh, well, that was a mistake. Let's try again. And even for the students to be humble and say, you're not going to get everything right. You're not going to be perfect. And that's okay. Going back to courage, at least you had the courage to try. It sounds like you're going to be right at home here. I think it's going to be perfect. I'm really excited. Speaking of which, what message do you have for our community? I'm just really excited to be involved in the community. Even though I'm not at NIS or directly involved in community yet, I've been so grateful for the outreach that everyone's been providing me and my family. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for everyone in the community to be trying your best to include people. And it really says something about NIS community, about inclusivity. NIS is a school that really lives and breathes it. So thank you for that. <laughs>